This episode is brought to you by Northwind Adventures. Hi folks, Old Man Grognard here. Say, if you ever wanted to experience the thrilling adventures of fantastic pulp fantasy stories at the tabletop, Northwind Adventures has got a role-playing game for you with Hyperborea. Based on the solid foundation of the original 1974 fantasy game, author Jeffrey Talanian has crafted an exciting, vibrant world using the inspiration of authors like Howard Smith and Lovecraft. With paper, pencil, and a handful of dice, your characters can explore the wonder, danger, and thrills of a rugged world beyond the North Wind. Explore dungeons, fight off monsters, mundane, fantastic, and alien. Discover lost civilizations, battle mighty wizards, evil cultists, vicious warlords, and more. With 26 classes to choose from, your characters can quickly find fortune and glory on the road to high adventure, all in the land of Hyperborea. From Northwind Adventures, you'll find it at hyperborea.tv. Abed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognar here. Hope you're all doing well. It's kind of a nice day out. It's starting to turn, you know. Anyway, I wanted to talk about something I'm, I'm doing that might help some GMs out there. Now, my next game that I'm running as of this recording is on the 25th of October, which puts it in kind of Halloween territory. So I'm thinking of whatever I got them going into next is going to be something spooky or something like that. Now, I don't, I'm not going to be one to, you know, show you how to, you know, Halloween up or spook up a, a game because I happen to think that horror is hard at least hard for role-playing games. But that doesn't mean you can't get atmospheric about it. But I brought that up to talk about something else. <laughs> See, I decided to... Right now, they're at, the, they're at the point where they are at the entrance to an old, forgotten temple, a snake man temple in, in the woods. And I thought to myself, and I say, okay, it's getting near Halloween. Why don't I try and spookify this place? Because I did find a nine-room dungeon in a book that was already loaded. And I think I want to gut it and just start from the bottom up and refill it, which I think would be a fantastic idea. And what I should do is, first of all, read through the room descriptions again, see if there's anything I can pull out or maybe change. And basically, like I said, get the thing, change it around, that kind of stuff. And this way, it's not as, it's not as difficult as, you know, finding or making a dungeon map and then having to stock it yourself. Because you've got something to work with, and that's good. Now, try and follow my logic here. Uh, most, not if not all, dungeons were put there for one reason, but are not usually used for the reason 
it's being used for now. There's a lot of dungeons out there that have been abandoned and things like that. Temples, dungeons, caves, whatever. They were used as something, but something else moved in. Whoever was using it died. Uh, there may be undead there. Who knows? You know, I'm, you're always running into those kind of places. Oh, there was this, this necromancer who used this underground labyrinth of dungeons to for his experiments but he got killed by one of his experiments and it is still there or maybe it's dead and maybe some other group moved in there like a, a bunch of gnolls or just some critters that just like you know show up like sturges or giant spiders or you know and in other words things change ruins are good for that too but Things change. So, to give it more atmosphere and get you to thinking about it, I'm thinking that you should probably make a list. And what I mean by that is, first of all, look at it and say, well, what was it for and what is it being, what's, what's happening with it now? You know, establish that, okay? Establish it was built by one person or group of people and other things. I mean, time goes on, you know. But make a list of, first of all, make a general list. It doesn't have to be very long either. Maybe one, two, three points. What happened during this thing? It was built for this, and this happened at this time, and this happened at this time, and this is where it's now. Now, go on the other side and make another list. And... Well, actually, make that one list, set it aside. Now, start to stock your dungeon, okay? If you've got something already laid out, you know, like you've already got a pre-published dungeon or something like that, okay, read through it, first of all, and see what they put there. And how, how can you change this? How can you make this better? How can you plus it? So each room... Make two lists again. Only don't make them even shorter. Maybe two two entries. Make a list of what it was used for, and what happened in that room. And then right next to it, make this other two line list of who's in there now and what are they using it for. This gives you a good idea of what the room looks like at the time the player characters come into it. So if you had a room that was, say, an alchemical laboratory, and at one time there was a minor explosion that hurt the guy, hurt whoever was doing that or the, the people who were doing that, and then they left. Okay, go over here and say, okay, this group moved in. Uh, a bunch, uh, some goblins moved in, and they decided to use this room as this. And where is the stuff? Okay, they're used. They're not using anything. They, I mean, they find it and they start playing around with it. And maybe a couple of them died, so they they decide to close the room off. And that gives you an idea of what the room looks like now. It's maybe boarded up. They may have put furniture against the door. It may have a bunch of stains on the floor from when it was old stains on the floor, a few broken things, or if there's any kind of time on, you know, there's a lot of broken things, or there's very few. Maybe this room's already been ransacked. All the retorts and, and everything are gone. And maybe they're maybe they decide not to 
not to not, not to uh, abandon it and use it as a like a bunk, you know, to bunk down in. So you're going to find in the corner over there maybe straw or some dirty pallets or some some rags, things like that. You know, and then you can go from there and do that with every room. I mean, you know, and also there's rooms you can leave empty. I mean, they may have had stuff in there, but, you know, find out why they're empty and just, you know, do it appropriately. So it's like what was there and what's there now. Just make the two simple list. It doesn't have to be very long. You know, just write one or two bullet point things. And that's a that's a good way to stock a dungeon. It's a little easier way to stock a dungeon, and it gives the and it gives the area some history. Because what I pulled out out of I'm using my my own campaign, The Orange Coast, and I pulled this out of a, a hex crawl book, and they said it was here. Here's the map. What's in here? And I just pulled it out, printed it out, and I'm looking at it now, going, hmm. What can I do? What can I do with this? Okay, fine. We'll do it this with this. And so I started making the lists. And all of a sudden, I'm getting something different. And this list, I'm leaning towards more spooky stuff because it's Halloween time. So anyway, that's my idea of trying to trying to reskin or restock, say, a dungeon or an area or a ruin or a cave or a temple or whatever. So... Go ahead and use those. Tell me what you tell me what you think. Tell me how it works out. I gotta go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. And if you want to donate to the show, you can do it right here on Anchor, ninety-nine cents a month. You know it'll help up, up. It'll help out. Or you want to do a sing? Or you want to do? Or you want to do it on my Kofi page? Okay, ko-fi.com/oldmangrognar. Thank you. Let me thank these people who do the monthly thing. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan, Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. For other good podcasts, there's Dan Griggs, the Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognarn podcast. Marcy Wallring's the Yawning Albert podcast. Kevin at the Red Caps podcast. There's Daniel Norton at the Bandits Keep podcast. Don't forget Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest podcast. Big John Allen, Large of the Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.